Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spar and Brawl. I hope you're having a decent day. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Sam, and we're back with another episode of The Progressive World. So as always, please like and subscribe, and timestamps are down below. So Sam, let's go over some of our favorite stories for, for this episode. I think both of us really look forward to talking about that panel that took place on, you know, with the Democratic Democrat progressives running for for Congress. I, I I'm speechless. Yeah, <laughs> you know I think we're yeah. Not that many people watched it as well, and even the Vanguard guys. I was really? listening to them. They're like, yeah, we watched some of it. We skipped. I looked at the number of views. There's tw- there are twelve thousand on Katie Halper. I don't know how many on um her channel, Maria, uh, channel. I. I am going through insomniac period, so I was up and I had nothing else. To do. I was making pancakes and watching this. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but even just, I've just watched doing it. the whisking the butter and the milk and all that. So yeah, yeah, in front of you. But even I've watched seventy five percent of it and parts of it twice because at the end I wow. ended up kind of liking it even. <laughs> I think yes. I watched it so much I started liking it, but we can talk about that. Yeah, you just told me that before the before this. I I am interested to. Anyways, anyway, yeah, let's do yeah. it for that. But yeah, then, the panel. Then Brianna on Bad Fate tried to get one more conversation out of the whole Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> situation. Your I think topic. we're gonna try as well, but you know, I think it had lost some of esteem, and there wasn't. I don't have much to say anymore. And I felt like they didn't have perhaps too much to say anymore, but I, yeah, we'll, we'll but talk I about it. It was like, still good. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, okay. U- Ukraine, Russia is getting more interesting in a lot of ways, including the media coverage. So I'm definitely looking forward oh to talking God. about yeah. that. And the Iran nuclear deal. I mean, we've been covering this story for how long, Sam? And I think finally <laughs> something well, we, might be happening. I've been I've been following personally on a you know personal basis for the last decade or so. So has the most Iranian people. But yeah, but, but I would say that's yeah, it's it's. I mean, I have interesting take. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But it does seem like we're getting somewhere, which is quite odd. Yeah. And then finally, we're going to do a little kind of film review, but of course, one that's relevant to the channel more rest on The King's Man. So why was it that you wanted to do this, Sam? Do you want to just? Yeah, sure. I watched The King's Man, which is the which is a prequel to The King's Man movies with Colin Firth and stuff. And it's from I like this director a lot, actually. And it was the weirdest movie I had seen in a while. It is one of the most British movies I've seen. But it was it had the weirdest politics and weirdest relationship to history, I would say. Yeah, so, so it takes place in World War One, and there's like, there are the Russians, there are the British. Yeah, yeah, Rasputin the, is there. Yeah. Did you, well, I, mean, I mean, it was all Rasputin. It. He's the only Russian. <laughs> well, no, no, you show. get the... There is the czar and there is, okay, I don't know yeah. if you, you didn't get to Lenin, did you? No. All right. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I wish you got to the, the, the relationship between this movie and Lenin is the weird, anyways, anyways, okay. I'll get into We'll it. get into it. All right. So um, let's start our little chit chat 
for today with this comment that Pickle the Pirate, one of our regular viewers and commenters left. And I personally like talking about this, uh, this topic. So I thought it was a good idea. So he wrote on the subject of Iran, I had read in the past that there was significant prejudice against Afghan immigrants. Cur curious to hear any perspective on that. So I was thinking I would answer this question with literally my own like personal perspective from when I lived in Iran and then Sam can also share his and perhaps and undermine everything I've said or fill in no. some of the holes. Let's see. <laughs> um, yeah, so I lived in uh, I lived in Tehran pretty much as the only city I've seen with some uh, rural areas, let's say, uh, in Iran. The north. Yeah, the north, as they call it, uh, which is kind of like, yeah, going to like a summer place in the context that uh, I've done it. But and so I lived in Iran once for like six years between the age of 30. We yeah, have pretty much for six or seven years, let's say, right? Between the age of like eight to 14. That's the main time. Then I've been back a few times. So based on that time, what I saw in, in Af it would have people of Afghani descent live in Iran prejudice in the sense that I rarely heard like kind of the political stuff that you hear about immigrants perhaps being said on on TV by politicians and other in the US maybe that had more to do with my age but I mean I just saw that they were that so people didn't talk about them in that way but they were all limited to construction jobs really construction jobs or working in people's houses so then from there, you can just imagine what kind of um, relation they had. But and besides that, I mean, you know, um, Afghani people, immigrants who live in Iran, I think a lot of them probably don't have any kind of documentation. Right, Sam? But they just, of course, live um, wherever yeah, they kind I, of want yeah. in in Iran. And based on what I, I had, a lot of people, of course, lived where they worked. And yeah, I think so. I don't know. What would you say, Sam? No, what would you say in terms of, did you ever see them face any prejudice? I mean, you know, they, they were, I would say that the places that they worked and all this, and like if, if when they interacted with, a, um, with an Iranian, given that there was such a big difference in the kind of work that they were doing and their status and all this, they were, they were perhaps talked down to in a way that in such a relationship there will be. That's for sure that happened. But my only point I'm trying to make here, I guess that would be different, is that I never like heard, you know, like people saying, oh, Afghani people are like this or they come and do that. You know, I never heard that. But of course, there was an insane power dynamic <laughs> between them and most members of probably Iranian society and a lot of them. So they were the way they spoke to each other was, of course, um, you know, you could say like talk down to or in that sense. Sure. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know what you think. I mean, look, I oh. or what you know even. <laughs> like, yeah. And how, that's, and how that's are they talked better... about? One thing I don't know really is how are they talked about and exactly like at a society yeah, level, know, politician, media, news. Are they like blamed for taking people's is... jobs? These kind of things. There is a bit of a mix. For the Iranian up, like the middle class, the cultural producers, whatever you want to call them, you have to. It is super polite. Like the level of polite, like 
even as you know, like the Iranian, I would say the most prejudiced Iranians have is always reserved for the Arab population, mm-hmm. usually, especially non-Iranian Arabs. And even agree then, with man, you there. I mean, there you hear exactly. That's I'm actually glad you said that. Because, for instance, mm-hmm. exactly, Iranians will make jokes about Arabs or say, like, you know, they have prejudice Which, to, more towards Arabs, perhaps even Indians or even Pakistanis than they would about um, Afghani people. Like, I've never heard of an Afghan joke, but I guess in Iran, that would be a really messed up thing if you're making Afghan jokes, whereas or, Arabs or, or others are not in the same or, situation. By the way, like, I mean, I, that's the thing that, I mean, even like, it's so stupid, like, Iranians are so bad at racism that their anti-Semitic jokes is all about how Arabs have a large penis. <laughs> and it's like, how is that a, how is that a bad thing? <laughs> like, that's not a bad thing. But okay, but let's yeah, not get back uh, into the Semitic uh, thing, by the no, way, because no, I saw but, how you threw that in there. No, no, but I was going to say, like, the, I mean, like, you, uh, the biggest group in Iran where there is a joke, like, the, it's a joke group type of thing, it, are the Azeris. And they're like 50% mm. of the population, like the Turkish people. But Afghanistanis, the thing but about they're different, Afghan- by the way. The Azeris are Iranians, though. So for people who are not uh, Azar- yeah, Azeris are Iranian Turks. Largely, but in living not- in Iran, these ones you're talking about are living in Iran. Living in Iran, yeah, Iranian I'm, passport, yeah. the Iranian, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't yeah, become yeah. Turkish is speaking. Yeah. Turkish is speaking. Yeah, although they're not all Azeri. Like in Iran, you have Turks from all over. Majority are Azeri, but that's just anyway but my point is that afghanistanis are not made fun of in that sense yeah. in a way in the like they're not they're no just like a joke in this like there is a joke industry around yeah you know Turks but i mean and, that's but it, it's but that's the difference right are there is yeah, yeah. iranians who have who live in all kinds of social no, but classes Afga- no, and no, 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 wait, wait. but afghanis wait, are Afga- afghani no, no, immigrants I- without documents who offer who often no, go back but, and forth and are kind of no, there man, to but, work but, uh, and send money back based on all, what I've seen. No, but Afghanistanis are not seen, I think. That's what peace, like it's a bit making it worse, the exploitation of, because that's the thing. Afghanistani people are exploited heavily in Iran as basically below minimum wage labor. Of course, yeah. They work harder, they, uh, they do. I mean, it's just, like ha, most of Tehran is built by Afghani people. Like, Tehrani people, Iranian people, like I mean, Iranian people are do not work per well, se. They don't really yeah. enjoy the, you know, the fruits of their labor <laughs> or labor, so to speak. Well, when <laughs> I was when I was in Iran, all construction work, construction, and I'm not talking about like painters, like of, uh, painters, I saw a lot. Yeah, they yeah, were heavy Iranian, but heavy, heavy construction, they were all um, Afghani immigrants, refugees, and yeah. But yeah, but let me do. Okay, so get me. So that's the economic situation. They have to get their documentation uh, re, uh, re, uh, Oh, they have some kind of documentation. Yeah, yeah. They have uh, some, most of them have documentation. They have to get the documentation reauthorized every six months or once a year, if I'm not mistaken. They have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. That's really unfair. But like, what I was going to, it's just like the legal system is not very much in their benefit. But That's police sure. is not police is not very tough. Like it's very much tolerated and it's not enforced. And you you know you see them on most of the construction sites, as you said, and stuff. And probably a lot of them are 
their I documents mean, is out yeah. of date or something there's but no, nobody goes after them so yeah. i mean there's no benefit for the police to typically go after these sometimes kind of they do groups. sometimes they do uh, like they go to busy bazaar areas mm-hmm. and they look but then the problem the thing with the afghanistani people is that first of all afghanistani people look this exact same thing as iranian people. like there is no like you can't tell by the looks you can tell by the dress yeah you know that but, but the looks is the exact same thing the language is the exact same thing between like if you go for well, I mean, some somebody from rural Khorasan, which is the north yeah sure Eastern, uh, okay okay but Iran, that's they don't sound any different like Afghanistan okay 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 100 but in tehran for instance you can ease the, the accent is totally different than people who live in tehran in tehran it's very tehran. easy to tell no, yeah yeah but, in tehran, yeah, but you go you you can't tell if they're from like a rural area or if they're afghanistani you can't i don't me. know i think i think based i think you could yeah. dress code you can but based on a lot of yeah I mean, okay, there are certain tribes within the, Af- like, okay, there are more people of, like, with Asian features in Afghanistan than there are in, in Iran. But if you're from Eastern Iran, there's a very good chance you have Asian features. Like, it's just, it's very yeah, common. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's mostly what you can tell is the accent. Is the Persian, if they speak Persian and it's accented and it takes a while. But so, but I would say like, there's always documentaries. Like since I was a kid, there was all these movies that won the, all the awards in Iran, all mm. the festival. And it's all about like, if, have you ever seen Roma? The um, Mexican ye- black and white film? Oh no. <laughs> I was it's, thinking of a, a Woody Allen movie. No. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> no. It's, it's all that. It's kind of like, in my view, a bit of a, like Afghanistani movies are always about this Afghanistani young person who comes to Iran and gets exploited by yeah. a capitalist asshole. And so it's a very mixed, Iranian society has a very mixed, like the Iranian government is very polite. By the way, the supreme leader of Iran two years ago gave a, gave a, uh, gave a sort of a royal c- command that mm. all Afghanistani children in Iran, even yeah. undocumented, must be enrolled in schools. Yeah, because like the, the racism in Iran happens at the provincial level. Like that's where you see genuine racism against Afghanistani people. Like in uh, in uh, outskirts of towns, for example, you hear every couple of years there was like a rape, and mm. then people as a mob attacked some Afghanistani person who was working somewhere without any evidence or sort of like that. It's not so much a status sponsored and the urban middle class are actually very much like lovey-dovey and want to pretend that they're, you know, I, I would describe yeah. the, the situation of Afghanistani people in Iran similar to Irish in Britain back in the days. Because back, they... Back, back in the day, I mean... Not that back in like 30 years ago. Like really to that Trump. extent? But like, uh, were, they, were they to that extent like limited to only one or two sectors? Pretty much, and yeah, was it like that? No, I, I Irish people back in the days, yeah, in UK, yeah, they tended to be for like they come to UK to work for labor, you know, type of jobs. Mm-hmm. And but I would say there are rich Afghanistanis in Iran as well, working and you know, business, especially after the American invasion. Mm-hmm. You know, there was rich Afghanistani business people and shit. Uh, but you know, uh, it's mostly yeah, their laborers and. It's, it's so weird. It's kind of, again, like the Irish, like the, you know, like, you know. Who could you compare like, it to in the U.S.? Is it even 
compare Catholics before the Catholic emancipation. I don't know when it was. No, no, no. I was thinking of the current years. context. If there was any group of immigrants that you could compare it to, but I'm not too sure. Not really, yeah. because linguistically, this is again. It's similar. You know, it's so weird. Then you exploit people who use like they have the same language and basically the same culture mm -hmm. in a way it feels worse because <laughs> you're like oh my god europeans you know they don't do that to themselves or whatever you know we are doing this to us <laughs> like you know you're yeah I guess. iranians are exploiting like you know iranian speakers are exploiting. that's a whoopi goldberg comment there <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly but at the same time it's middle it's eastern all... middle eastern crime <laughs> yeah, yeah middle east it's iranian and iranian crime but at the same time you're like uh, well it's better than exploiting if, like better than going and stealing some other people from africa i don't it's a very it's a very bad situation and they are exploited yeah but yeah i mean i don't think one. it's i don't think that's a comparable one yeah that's for sure yeah. Uh, yeah it's a very very weird one and uh, the worst thing i hate is that yeah it's the you know you hear from normal people sometimes you know that they steal our jobs or afghanistan the worst yeah, part so is you the hear that people. so you hear that some from people so, yeah they steal our jobs less so but more they are dirty and they need oh, you yeah. know they they are always unclean and oh ha 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 their accents <laughs> but then again the same people who do that to afghanistan people would do that in a heart like they wouldn't bat an eye doing the same to a rural iranian you know like yeah oh look at that guy he's so i mean dirty. in iran it's very okay how about this or, um, anything else on the afghanistan one no, it no, just no. gave me an idea in no, iran no. and maybe they do it in other context and people too but like in tehran at least it was very common for people to say like oh this person is from a village so they use the word um dahati and that's like a completely acceptable derogatory thing to say <laughs> about I'm, anyone I'm who you don't who is different I, I from you in one bit like the person can be exactly i've even heard it like no no dahati has a, a specific no no dahati is i must say it's a very it's derogatory <laughs> I, I would say, but it is, it does, it does capture something though. It, in my view, yeah. it is one of my favorites because it's one of my favorite insults because it, I think it's the equivalent in, in English is provincial, like with a provincial mindset. You know, look at this. Uh, like, you wouldn't you know say I mean? like someone's clothes are provincial, whereas someone could wear this oh, and yeah, someone would be yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's. <laughs> Yeah, in here, yeah, you would easily say. <laughs> I'm telling no, people the that... truth about Iranian culture here and <laughs> countering no, no, right. whitewashing. Right. <laughs> my my propaganda. No, everything is good in Iran. It's no racism or prejudice. No, I, I, I mean, I must say, I, I do have a bit of a arrogance regarding urbans versus rural people. And I would say, yeah, I think that's the key to Iranian. Actually, that's I was thinking that I was listening to Matt Christman talking about right now, America and Trump and, you know, Democrats and urban versus rural. And I think Iran, because of its geography, has that's always been the most intense sort of dividing line, the rural versus the urban, you know, and I think I that's think yeah, I that's agree with that biggest. a lot. That's very interesting. Like, because Iran is a country so, that you have to realize it's been always, always dominated by cities mm -hmm. because of the way geography was based, and what, you know? Does this, so, does this term Dahati, does it get used in most provinces? <clears throat> does it even get used in, like, 
rural areas or like does everybody say it or just oh, in in you know no in yeah in like not in rural areas but mm -hmm. in other major cities mm -hmm. yeah they do like that's a, yeah they, I, like because you have like, you have parts of iran when there is one city mm -hmm. three villages and nothing else for like 100 <laughs> miles or, you know so it's it does like there is a tension there i i would i mean it's a very weird one uh, but uh, i remember when i was a kid saying the hati was much more common mm, okay and so they as, say, people said less now yeah nowadays especially with tehran becoming much more like all the you know increased uh, urbanization people coming to live in it and stuff i, I because i'm a i I have a very dirty, I mean, I think anybody who's seen the show, I have a mouth like a sailor. And I, I because uh, I, uh, yeah, because of our weird upbringings, I have, I am, I swear in a very old fashioned way in Iranian. So Dahati is very old fashioned in a way. So it's kind of like somebody going around at a young age going, oh, poppycock. Oh, what's this? this is hogwash. Yeah. Man, that's it's so funny what you're saying. Yeah. You're pretty much saying like back in the day, you used to speak like this. This is old school. And Iran has become more woke and politically correct. Now. Iran is, that was like Iran the is, English I mean, translation of what you just said. I mean, has, bit, I mean, no, no, you're right. But a lot of people think Iran is this like Islamic country. So it's not woke. Iran, the Iranian revolution was the original woke revolution. The, I, in Iran, women are not presented as these like, I mean, they are presented to an extent as these, you know, figures that, but they, they've been very much at the forefront of the revolution. Mm. And like the whole hijab idea, it's a woke idea. It's about the fact yeah. that you have to, yeah, you have to protect women because women are more vulnerable in a society. Or we have is like that Iran, woke we have, in a way it is. I, I, it comes from a work like they have. It's kind of like woman-only carriages. They, in like Jeremy Corbyn or some leftists were talking about that in UK that maybe it's a good idea to have women-only metro carriages. I mean, I don't know if night. that would be considered walk but i guess if it's yeah anyway no it comes from that mindset it doesn't come from let's put women down it mm. comes from actually like trying to it, enable i'm not saying it's yeah. right or wrong whatever but uh you know I, it's just it's a very like i told you there was like I, we've seen anti-semitism against arabs in iran it's just very common <laughs> wait right? that's a confusing thing i know that you understand in that way and you sent me a link no, to everybody... explain semitism but we've already done this before me and our viewers and most people in north america don't understand semitism I mean... in in the way that you say it and that link that you sent to me, which includes both Jewish people and Arabs. It is, but the semiotic <laughs> language. What was it, the link that is, you sent me? Was it a WikiLeak or? No, no, it was uh, the it was a Jewish. Uh, it was Arab Jewish. It was an Arab lady. I don't know on a on a show. It was a Korean oh, yeah. show. Sit down with. It was really funny, guys. Sit down with. I forget. Yeah. Anyway, so it's not open. Yeah, that kind of form. <laughs> But, but like on Iranian TV one time, like five years ago, one Iranian comedian said the mildest thing. Like he didn't, yeah, he wasn't you know, anti-Arab or anything. He said that like the tone was disrespectful to Arabs. And the Iranian, like urban class and middle class, man, they fucking lost. But he did it on TV. That's very unique. So maybe that had a lot oh, that's to what do I'm with saying. it. No, with but the reaction and saying. the backlash as well. Well, because you know, on Iranian TV, I mean, you know, it's like 
I guess state TV in like the most like can you... structured like polite no, no, organized no, no, no. way. Not what really. may, no, yeah, what I had I seen, I guess times. maybe yeah. No man, nowadays especially with the streamings and all that, it's all just oh it's no, all, the streaming. Yeah. Which streamings are you referring to though? Like there is equivalent of Netflix. There is oh, equivalent, but it's and they do Iran and it's Iran based. Uh, original programming they do all, all kind and they there are all i mean even before that there was this home box office or whatever mm. industry where they would sell you tv shows on dvds instead of on tv and already things had started to I break see. down like you know the status structure of the control of media yes but i sorry, would say sorry. can you my views are a bit outdated they're from the late 90s early 2000s <laughs> <laughs> 1982 Like that Arab guy, that was mm. the, that was as far as yeah. the badness went. And people just like, what the fuck? Yeah. There are like there are 10 million Iranian Arabs, you asshole. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> it was just, yeah, so that's I, what I mean also weird, with yeah. Afghan refugees. I mean, you would never hear on TV exactly like no, people no being like they're, way, they're yeah. taking our, our jobs no or stuff way, like no that. Way. Yeah. You w- would never have like a radio talk show guy that you mm, have in america well put, that yeah. would be uh, like oh you so, the only time you get somebody going that crazy is the iranian parliament mm. you have some people who are uh, war veterans and they clearly are suffering from post-traumatic <laughs> stress especially mm. like there's by the way it's really funny azeri people in iran in iran uh, i'm azeri like the but <laughs> like the most the joke industry in iran is very azeri focused But then Azeris themselves are tend to be that region of Iran is the most racist region. Like, and once in a while, one of the members of the parliament from that region in the parliament loses it and just starts going at Arabs or at Afghanistani people or at some, like sometimes British. It's just, it could be so random. You like suddenly there is like, he sees something and he's reminded of something from the war and he just oh mother but what did Afghanis have with the war <laughs> I don't know like, no, he suddenly loses it and just yeah so it's that's the rare occasion we get the official racist thing it's but it's not that it's not existent but the Iranian government is very much it's kind of like Russia they don't like racism is not part of the deal you can't yeah. be racist you know Interesting. What do you mean, like Russia a bit? Do you want to elaborate on that quickly? Well, uh, he folk like in the same way that uh, you know uh, Putin, especially recently, focuses on the multinational. Yeah, like he won't be like empire. He d- oh yeah, you mean like he won't yeah like talk crap based on what you've seen of like Dagestanis or like different parts not of only, Russia. Not talk crap. There will be parades, just like in Iran. There will be parades of different people of different tribes of cultures coming, mm. doing their shit. Every other day, there's a, like there's these. If you listen to Iranian state radio, mm. it's all about these multilingual songs that all say Iran is fantastic in Iranian <laughs> and then Azeri and then some local language and all that. 
But uh, yeah, but uh, I would say like I, the, the thing is Afghanistani people just like a lot of people face prejudice in Iran. The point I want to make that in Iran, if you're not from the cities, you're fucked in a way and they make like fun of you. And mm-hmm. it's a very urban, like urban people are, yeah, as you said, that Gahati word. It's yeah. very much more of a dividing I mean, mark than Afghanistani or Azeri or whatever. I mean, there are what, 80 million Iranians, 70 something. And like 13 million live in Tehran, which is, or like greater Tehran. So you get one out of seven, pretty much, you can tell it's in this big city. And then you add up the other big cities. So what, like uh, probably like 70%. How big is the second city? Yeah, actually. The second second biggest city, guess what is the second biggest city? Shiraz, Mashhad, Espan. No, Shiraz is really a town. Shiraz is tiny. Shiraz is tiny. There you go, my uh, ignorance. Yeah, um, no, no, it's 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 historically important. No, I w- I, most people would think Tabriz, Mashhad, or Esfahan. Mm. Like these are industrial yeah. base. Like these are powerful cities. But no, Karaj. Oh, okay, ad- but Karaj so, is adjunct to Tehran. It's yeah, like a, so it's a city outgrowth of Tehran in many ways. It's like out on outskirts, and it's got about three million population. It's the second most populated city in Iran now. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking on on Wikipedia. They put it. They put them at fourth, though. But I think this Karaj? all depends on how much of it you put on Tehran and not. Their their counting is weird. Yeah, because t- they put only eight point six for Iran, and this is 2016. So you're probably um, right. You know, in the way I, that I I had heard from. No, this is just one Wikipedia well, right. page. No, I think it makes sense. It all depends, probably what they're counting as exactly the city and the greater part. But that is insane, even if they were just the fourth one. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, Karaj, Karaj, what was just a village outside of Tehran, and it it's turned a ha- into... If, if it, there was no traffic, it would be half an hour drive from the northmost yeah. part of Tehran, which is basically on, the, uh, on a 4,000-kilometer yeah. uh, high mountain to this sort of a mountainside, yeah. half an hour drive from, you know. It's not a, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great example. So, I mean, yeah, so what and now? Like, now it's Karaj has it so, like, now, uh, I mean, this wasn't the case when we were a kid. Tehran and Karaj, the provinces separated, mm-hmm. you know, there's two different, it used to be the same state, mm-hmm. but now they're this different states. It became too big of a, you know, thing to manage. Uh, but, but, but yeah, but Iran is, I think, more than 70% now live in urban areas. Urban areas. Percentage of Iran, according to the human, uh, the urban population of Iran was, wow, 65% in 2000, rising to 76% in 2019, and is expected Jesus. to rise to 85% by 2050. So this is from nature.com. Oh, I actually think this is from a scientific article. Yeah, that That's popped good. up on Google. And look, even uh, to be fair, though, I mean, I don't want to be too negative on urbanization because even villages in Iran are like you have to because of the geography of Iran, you rarely have the type of village that houses attached to the farm. That mm-hmm. rarely happens. You have a the collection house of houses. To... Oh, okay. Yeah. In the south, you have that. Mm-hmm. You have that. But it's it's the rare, rare type. Most uh, even villages you go to, there is a bunch of houses and then the farmlands are far away and people go to their farmlands like mm-hmm. in the north yeah it's it's even there even in a village there is an urban you know what i mean it's they, there is not that rural sense of separation mm-hmm. that maybe 
was more common in Europe because it, land was just more flat. You yeah. know? Here, land is far more concentrated mm -hmm. and uh, limited. So. I see. I see. Okay, really good stuff. Anything else uh, mentioning about your chit about chit chat? I mean, we're gonna no, talk about was... a movie later on anyway. Um, yeah, no, so that I... was interesting. No, that was great. Oh, was... I was gonna say I, it was interesting. We got I got such a positive feedback mm. on the Rand Paul. I feel like people like it when I have a nervous <laughs> breakdown. I, I I'll try to miss my uh, pills from now on. So I'll have no. I'll try to have a nervous breakdown on every episode. Just <laughs> no, but it's so funny. And someone wrote that you could tell from Cam's face his conservative like nature or something. And yeah. I was like taken up. I was like, whoa! I hadn't even watched this video. Why is this guy so worked up and crazy over this? But if I had actually seen the video, that like. It's, it's the fact that his comments were so crazy and your reaction to it were just like a perfect meet and balance. I, yeah, I, I look, I must say, I'm not a big fan of myself when I lose it and I'm, I'm, I am trying to control myself. So it was not great for my mental health. People going, yeah, well, but yeah, I guess. But I mean, his comments, so man. I mean, you it was know. so frustrating because I guess I was so used, I was kind of expecting to hear this standard yeah. No, I don't want the money go to the terrorists because terrorists. Don't Which he mentioned that, people. but before and after he said messed up things. He like put that in like a messed up sandwich. That was like in the middle of you know. Yeah, and he doesn't. He says we shouldn't give the people to them. We uh, give people to Afghanistan and sort of puts them as a monolith. Mm -hmm. And then you know, again, you could have just said the standard. I don't think the money would go to the Afghanistani people. It goes to the terrorists. Yeah. You and know, I'm, we're looking for alternative ways of getting that. Yeah, even. yeah, the most BS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're working BS. with the UN or humanitarian organizations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and we should just, become yeah, spokespeople so for, <laughs> for yeah, Rand Paul. We'll be like, buddy, just stick to the fucking talking point. Not just goddamn Rand Paul. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into it with our name. I really do think there is a really need to be improvement in uh political consultants and writers mm. but let's yeah, yeah maybe we should get into the first yeah. story now. My, my last comment was just that you know Rand paul i feel like he can say whatever he wants whether you agree with it or not he's Does a he, senator is he, man yeah could he get kicked out would he be able to be challenged no where he's really. from he's, where is I mean, he from even I don't know, you know? but he's he, I, he's like an inheritor of his dad's seat, uh, the <laughs> great, the great Ron Paul, yeah. uh, who was, by the way, what a, like he's an intri like I would have been mm. interested to like must be crazy to live with him like <laughs> man so principled like no like I remember his last campaign when was yeah, that twenty twelve uh, no sixteen sixteen even no I don't know actually. I, I remember, no, 16 Iran against no, Trump, I, yeah. I remember, SNL, I remember SNL did funny uh, sketches. He ran very early on, I think. I remember S SNL did great <laughs> sketch where they, because they hate, uh, they hate uh, Ron Paul. So they don't want to give him airtime in debate. Yeah. So they kidnap him and take him to a, like a, in a van, they take him <laughs> and they take him to a place to kill him. And then they just show the CCTV camera and there's bullets shot and then, <laughs> Ron Paul comes out of the man. He killed all the kidnappers. <laughs> he's this indestructible. I mean, yeah, yeah no, Rand I know. I feel safe. like Rand Paul is yeah. pretty safe. Yeah. I feel like they're just part of, you know, Senate or Congress. They're just there, you know, they're like, there's like everybody else. And then there's these two who are like, you know, they were just there and they're just 
different. Which two? Well, him Stan and Puff. before his dad. So like oh, both yeah. of them, they just look like he, they're not from the same process as everybody else. It's like if you go to a party, there's a always a group doctor. of friends and like this one person who gets invited always. <laughs> and, and it's why, just why is, the, yeah, why is he wearing a tuxedo? It's not that. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, but I mean, I he's useful. I mean, he does. You know. Compared to the other lunatics out yeah, there, he, so sometimes he's, he's one of them. He's the second, I would say, he's the second most anti-war senator, yeah. out, probably at that's outside of Bernie. So at the very least, but, but yeah. yeah, you're right. Let's get this party started and talk about all these progressive candidates. All these progressive All right, Sam, let's talk about this panel that took place, this <laughs> progressive draft pick or something, however you want to call it. I'm joking. We'll get in. We'll get, I couldn't help myself. We'll get into that. So here's the description that I just took from Katie Halper's <laughs> page that says best was going on. Join Marianne Williamson, Katie Halper, Juliana Forlano, Brianna Crystal on Wednesday for a live stream to support non-corporate backed candidates for Congress. So it's pretty much a non-stop row one after the other of candidates, people who are running for Congress and they're non-corporate backed. And I guess they were all progressive. There wasn't like a libertarian one or a conservative. That's what they told us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you said that. So let's get right into it because... Some did talk about policy, okay? I mean, there were so many people that anything that we say right now that you can go find someone who did because there were like, how many? How many? There was like I don't know. 15, 20? I, it was so funny, man. It was, as you said, it was just, it was like a sports. I, I don't even follow a sports, but I've seen those things that America, I think it's NBA and American football All of where them they do get yeah. picked by the... By uh, like it's so weird. By the way, that whole thing is on itself <laughs> no, weird. But but it, it's so it was like yeah. Now it was. I mean, no, I it's have actually a of bits more. I'm gonna go through. But it's even more like a press conference where players have been bought and purchased and they're being introduced because okay, these people had already as if been picked, That's but they, point, they were yeah. they were being introduced. They were but both of them work. But yeah, the reason we said we think they're progressive is that I mean they didn't get too much into policy. But at the Let same me, time, there were so many of them and was, they're all from these different areas. And I guess we all assume that we like their policies. So is that a justification that they very heavily leaned on different aspects of what I believe you call um, identity, so identity politics? politics? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, first of all, just a very synopsis of what I personally thought was that it was the like genuinely all the things that the right wing or sometimes the centrists say about the left was exemplify all the worst things mm. about like oh they are only focused on identity politics or they don't talk substantively they focus on personal stories or they they just care about a diversity of you know people not uh, ideas all of it was very much evident and these are by the way i hope people understand this is coming from a really i mean i'm a huge fan of at least two of the people on the panel i think they do probably the best uh I don't know about journalistic media work, whatever you want to call it on uh, online or offline out there. 
So I am a, so these people are some like I I just want and I appreciate what they tried to do, thing. but yeah, continue and yeah, I'll that, say that, that after. That was the most. First of all, I would uh, yeah. Sorry to cut it you off. It it was a bit for me watching from left to like on my screen, not on the actual mm. panel, but left to right was sort of was my feeling from bad to good. It was like. The new lady. You're so I, right because Bree and Katie were sitting next to each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Katie was like, Katie was a bit more like, all right. And that would piss me off uh, the worst. The, in the beginning of the inter uh, in the panel, and I I put a reminder for that goddamn panel because I knew I was not gonna sleep that. <laughs> so you know, I I was uh, in the beginning of the panel. Marion Williamson is like, yeah, you know, we're gonna introduce these candidates, but also. We have Brie here. Brie was like the, you know, Brie was the muscle of the, you know, was muscle of the guy. Brie here, and Brie, Brie is not happy, guys. Brie is not happy with. What's really, been going did she on. say that you're Brie, lying? No, not, not exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Brie is gonna bring the tough questions. You know, a lot of people are not happy with you, Democrats, and this Scott. And, and Brie was like, mm, yeah fuck you up man i'll fuck you like, it was like i don't know Brie was, third party I, sign or something third party. Yeah, like, you're with a baseball bat with a chain or three going well yeah, what's up man what what you want what yeah i expected that and i was so excited i was like yeah man yeah. Bree and katie halper i know they're great so, Mar- Mar- Williams yeah. seems like the nicest lady who has ever lived like or something I don't know about the other lady. I'll get into her uh-huh. as a later point. But yeah, uh, but it was. I was so excited. And then what happened? They brought any everybody on, and then Bree didn't ask any tough questions. There was no tough. I no. Mean, and actually, the tough ma- question, I guess, the tough question that Marianne would be referring to is really the fact that Bree would say more like third party. Why go to the democratic why, yeah, machine? Why? Blah blah blah. And I mean, yeah. And I, I think I mean, that gets is, to the, to that's, the fair, that's the more substantial criticism that's been made by people. If you go watch it, if you look at the comments and uh, if you go on the Vanguard and stuff, that is people's thing. They're like, yo, what happened to the third party kind of, you know, discussions, debate angles? There was no way like that. And then if you think about was, it, though. so it was, pre- huh? There were, no, there I were, would, every I, single I, one of no, them no, were I, democratic. No, no. No, but no? I, to be fair, yeah, no, no, they were every single one were democratic. But to be fair to the interviewers, at least, at least in one point, I'm sure Marianne Williamson with Nina Turner and Bree and Katie, at least once each of them, I'm pretty sure with a candidate, they ask why people should not go to a third party and why should they they trust okay. Democrats again? Why should they trust you a, a like a specific? I, okay, I'm so I pretty sure that. about Nina. I'm pretty sure with Nina Turner, Marion Williamson asked her that. The answers, the answers were awful. The answers are like, you know, I'm gonna bring the voice to the voiceless. I'm gonna bring the same fire that I brought to the uh, to the local council. To the that's not a goddamn answer. Yeah. All right. This giving us a promise of like I'm gonna be the voice because you, I mean I'll, I'll let's I'll save my comments on Canada. Yeah, but that no. was my that was the biggest part of the disappointed. This building up of free as this like top. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know questionnaire there like on the side in the darkness like guys if you don't you know cooperate you believe you'll fuck you up you know? <laughs> and then nothing and then mm. two hours of just everybody just uh, loving each other and oh aren't you no. you're a mother and you're a teacher and you're a, okay. a black yeah. person and I, and then i'm gonna my second point uh, no we'll have really fun with the identity me. politics leave that aside for a split second if you can 
their identity politics bill? Yeah. Okay, then I'm done. Oh. <laughs> I was I was going okay. to go on there. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get into that. So, I mean, you know, I watched it twice. Oh, yeah, and I skipped the Nina Turner one because... Now, I'm more interested in hearing the other ones. At least I didn't know them. wanted to hear a bit. So I didn't even hear that. But I think I ended up enjoying it because there were a few of these people that we li- that I like in a different setting and like this panel sitting next to each other, not on video, brings that different dynamics a little bit. So I ended up enjoying it a bit and appreciating it. And now that I think about it, that's pretty much what the rising do. So maybe this they, sh- they should not not do this again. But this time... It really was just as if, you know, we're showcasing these Democratic candidates. We're just presenting them, which fine, you can do. But maybe if they tweak around with this show a bit and, you know, actually have Brie more critical, bring other, not just one candidate after another. I think it'll be it'll be fun. And I guess it'll become the rising. So I mean, I, I <laughs> kind of just different. Cast yeah, more in. I yeah, I enjoy very much Katie Halper and Brianna Greyjoy. Marion Williamson is just, I mean, this, I've said this, she's the type of person who are, who's too nice for me. <laughs> I can't tolerate that more. Like that, I was almost dying that night. Like people who are that sweet and that about love and dove and all that shit, yeah, I can't. I mean, nice. I just, I feel physically repelled by that. Time. And I understand that's my problem. I It took me... Many years of psychiatric help, but I do realize that's. I feel like if you were her neighbor, just like Brie is, she would try to find your girlfriend and help you out. Because Uh, Brie said that she's always talking about, you know, relationship issues and stuff with her. (laughs) So she could also hook you up. I'm sorry, but you don't need to discuss what we discuss privately now. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, you're saying she's a sweet person and stuff. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, She she seems like the kind of person who'd be like, (laughs) she's the type of person. Yeah, exactly. She would be the type of person who brings you like the neighbor that says hi to you, yeah. like the nice, like, do you need help if you're sick? Yeah. But I can't, I cannot watch. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know why. What is wrong with me? I had something probably terrible happen at my childhood. But, uh, uh, and then, okay, I want to talk about the other girl now. What okay, hold the on. fuck was that? Like, who was she, first of oh. all? Where did she come from? And then, what is from this? act tv hate... <laughs> it was like it was like a fucking uh it was, i felt like a deja vu it was going back to 1990s radio Man. show shock like now we have Sherwin Azami and Sherwin Azami, he's Iranian and he's a young man. He's 22 years old. He's coming out now. Sherwin, can you tell us why environment is a good idea? No, Sherwin. What Sam, Sam I told you like this that? yesterday. You have to go see on ACT TV. She literally wow. has this show, just as you said. That is the exact, it, it's exactly like you said. It's as if it's from back in the day. Yeah, and she yeah, interviews people. It's exactly that. So, you have to go see it. It, so it was very that is her background. Uh, yeah, like no, now we are going to see what's fantastic about this young man. Oh, you're fantastic, aren't you? Oh, thank you. It was what is going. It's I mean, talking of a softball interview, that wasn't even softball. That was just yeah. Like, I don't netball. I don't know what it's. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I agree with you there. And you know, you said something in the beginning that was interesting, and we can even go to that and identity politics. Which is that, yeah, a lot of the criticisms that the right make, they were all exemplified in that panel, I guess, like so many typical things on the left. I mean, it was, 
it, and by the way offensive. i mean if that was just like a right wing thing if that was like the right wing version you'd be watching you're like jesus christ these people conform so much they all shared like the same they all agree whatever they're so like just nice to whatever no, their even, own thing is and they don't think about it critically and they just lean on their background and i don't mind that though. and that kind of stuff oh no that i mind that. no i don't mind the idea that they didn't like you don't have to always try to build a broad church or excuse me you don't but have they to were always... building a broad church there no they were trying yeah. i think well i not really it wasn't they were all agreeing on most policies and shit oh okay that's not definition broad church that's true that's just like, yeah no like that's just <laughs> the yeah. breaking point that's just a church that's a tiny small church local local parish that's what it is. yeah but uh no what was sorry i mean i'm not always for building a broad church but the idea that this was anything but a, a sort of a it was a very, as I said, it was like very sports TV interviews. Like they mm. wanna, they never are antagonistic to anyone. Yeah, no, like, no, you're spot on. It, it, it was just like it was just it was like a cheerleading session. It felt 100%. like a rally session, and it was disappointing. And it, I mean, I was kind of I was gonna get to my point about identity yes, politics please, that please, I found please. very offensive, frankly. Um, please, please. Then I might I'm counter s- it a little bit with one or two things actually, but yeah, please. All right. Guys, I mean, I don't know if anybody has noticed, mm-hmm. but we come from Islamic backgrounds. I don't know if, by the way, Kamir, from now on, whenever you introduce me, Sam from Islamic backgrounds and Iranian backgrounds, I like you to point that out. This was, I'm sorry, but this was extremely offensive. I don't know about women. I don't know about the black people, but as a somebody from an Islamic background, I found it extremely, he, like they introduced that Libyan guy. Yeah, this is uh, Johnny Walker's, the Libyan guy. And he's from Libyan background and Islamic background. Now, tell us how your Libyan background is relative to, uh, to your actual policy position. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, does that mean like, because anybody comes from an Islamic background? And by the way, Islamic background, Libya, Iran, like one is in North Africa, yeah. one is in West Asia. Like it's, I'm sorry, East Asia. No, West Asia. I don't know where my country is. But, yeah. so, you don't know where you are currently. I don't know what is going on. Yeah. So uh, this idea that you have to leave, like, I think that's why it's, by the way, okay, representation is important. Everybody should get a fair chance, but you already have all these people from all these varied backgrounds leaning in so much into this. And then again, Marianne Williamson seems like the nicest lady out there, but she kept ref- like saying, oh, Brie as a black, black woman. Yeah. Oh, Katie as a Jewish lady. Oh, you as a white, no, I mean, uh, like Protestant. Ethic. What, okay, okay, okay. Can you stop on? right there? Because that's perfect for me to kind of come in and play devil's advocate there. So if I could put myself as the panelist, that for sure, if people start talking about my background and stuff, I mean, we'd have to talk back, back and forth. But maybe they don't mind to be identified that way, to, to just be referred all the time to the background. And then the, the politicians who showed up, they probably promote themselves that way. So although we f- we wouldn't like to be talked about that way, I guess the politicians who were there, they wanted to be referenced about their identity because then they went on and leaned on it even so much more so maybe for them that's that's how they want to be represented and let me just say one or two more things some of it was beyond ridiculous (laughs) 
could they would say like the mother like pretty much like a father oh, yeah. a husband i'm like jeez at least skip these ones. <laughs> tell me if they're cat owner dog owner that human that being raise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> human I promise, i promise you i'm not a martian yeah. no, i can promise no, i'm like okay yeah, but okay but we're against, <laughs> and one more thing song? with wait, the idea wait wait, wait wait okay wait, do you remember that song i just want do you remember that song i'm a bitch i'm a lover i'm a child i'm a mother i'm no. a tractor i'm a no. do you remember that song no. i'm a bitch i'm a lover i'm a... i was just reminded of that the whole time it was like i'm a mother i'm a tractor i'm a teacher i'm a oh, fuck off i don't care but okay but exactly so one of them right some of them their stories are so Are, there's some people their stories are so good what about them like for instance the the african-american lady i believe from north carolina who was like yeah my grandpa he lived until he was he was 118 bless him i'm like yo come on are you really talking about your grandpa but then the next sentence she's like and his dad had bought the farmland from his that he was a slave yeah. on from his like you know from the slave owner so then i was thinking Okay, I mean, if you have that kind of story in your back pocket, <laughs> I guess I can see how you kind of lean on it. But then again, I'm just being extremely, I mean, you know, even that, no, it doesn't mean, but so I'm just yeah, trying to justify yeah. the identity politics to an extent, although on a personal level, I 100% agree with uh, what you're saying. And of course, they leaned on it too much, like no policy discussion, and parts of it were absolutely ridiculous, like, father mother and and you're right they kept and on teacher. doing it to brianna also i think right like i mean they kept on she was like to brianna she was like you know as a black woman or whatever right i mean because i was skipping at times i feel stuff, i don't I know think guys, she was but like i was always things. taught that even if you do like have these type of things that oh he's a black guy or he's an asian dude or whatever you don't like in a public like in a party or whatever you don't go to people and say oh you're black what do you think as a black person that's very rude no Or, i mean oh, that's for sure islamic background so you must be expert on islamic background people what is your that is but so in the news world rude. we do they do that though uh, it's a uh, fucking rude it's yeah. i find it but they, but i would say you you said you pointed out a good thing and that's why i think i uh-huh. didn't trust any of these candidates no <laughs> i like three the, the math teacher who whose favorite number was number two <laughs> i loved her it was uh, she was so prepared for that <laughs> question she was like my favorite number is two because it's the you know it's the first prime number and it's also the you know the uh, leading even though i don't know what But kind of question was, was that why did that come up <laughs> katie asked it and i'm glad oh, okay she, that makes sense yeah, that <laughs> makes funny sense. Yeah. there was uh, there was another lady who was saying that yeah i don't know like you should judge me by my actions and she was very concrete i liked her the first guy they brought the guy with the beard i think brianna he had some like he talked about we our team did that our team did that but uh, most of these candidates are not trust do not trust them they are not trustworthy at all i uh, two things one the fact that they leaned into their identity politics i mean there was by the way did you see the persian dude Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, this I'm show glad, for, I mean, I'm glad the Persian project of taking over <laughs> LA is finally paying off. I mean, it's going, we are going public with our takeover of LA. LA is ours now, guys. Sam, the identity <laughs> politics part was, I mean, you know, maybe in my head it just 
became this much and actually wasn't this much but it was the most i had ever seen and i'm wondering it was, it was just it was like if it, it just compounded like each other like the style of the show the questions all of this just made it more and more and more about identity politics i wonder if maybe some of these candidates wouldn't talk even this much identity politics other places because everything seemed to lead on it you know they would introduce them through their identity the most the first or second they would they would ask them two questions right and one or two of one of them was pretty much all about their identity and, and, and we couldn't get into policies because of the, the style twist. of the show and they're from different areas of course yeah. they're all across country and half of the questions were like introducing their identity like, <laughs> as an African American half Jewish uh, single mother. What do you think on this? Like, what what is that? Why do you have to give a whole fucking like a identity CV before you ask yeah. me a question about yeah. my opinion about? By the way, does that mean like like the Libyan American guy is better suited on American? Like it, I find that type of thing so problematic when they. focus and then that radio show host lady kept saying oh my god what a fantastic <laughs> roster of the people i just want to have them all i want to have them all right now and you're what yeah why it was so i wouldn't trust any and a lot of them because they lean i mean the persian guy I, i'm gonna make fun of him because it's fair game i feel but yeah it was I mean, yes. Yeah, suddenly he went to this year as a son of an immigrant in Italy first, and now in America. And by the way, I am so I need to look into him because most of Iranians who fled religious prosecutions are super rich type. Like they weren't, you know. I mean, I like Iranian immigrants that came out of Iran are like Korean immigrants uh, that came out of like 1950s, 60s to America. They, I, for the longest time, Iranians were the richest per capita minority in America because just they were mm-hmm. the rich people. Were. So I was a bit like that type of leaning in is, in my view, you shouldn't trust any of the anybody who leans into. They, they talked about you know growing up. I would see my father work very hard on the farm, and I would think to myself, "Why, father? Why you the sweats on your brows?" And then. It made me want to work for my coming. All of this is all Aaron Sorkin, early 1990s Hollywood TV movie writing, right? I've heard this before. This is all bullshit. I don't trust any of you. I don't trust anybody who talks about politics like that. And I, not necessarily because, by the way, they're even lying, because they're the type of naive idiot who go into the office with some dreams, and then they are fucking pummeled to nothing by people like Nancy Pelosi, because they, oh, well, I can't do anything. I try to build consensus, but oh, 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 oh fuck off. And yeah, I just yeah. hate anybody, <clears throat> in my view, anybody who leans into uh, identity politics and talks about politics in terms of personal experiences and seeing my sister what carrying water across the desert no, yeah. i wondered why don't we have trains for the no desert? it was oh, identity politics on on steroids and you're right it makes people less trustworthy even although you know some did seem more trustworthy one of them had been a three-time member of senate for her own state not uh, not that, i think that's know, still in washington like, yeah so I she think. had some experience other ones didn't also have an experience but yeah the identity politics thing is just it was insane and i blame some of it honestly on the setup of the of the show even because the time frame no, time 
No, just because not only did the politicians talk, talk about identity politics, but they also, the panel and the, all the questions were about identity politics. So that's why I'm saying it even yeah, it compounded been, it the identity been, they, politics. They all should have been one, ask one question. Okay, how should we like trust that you would follow up with your promises through the election, considering that there is no lev- like a lot of other examples? Mm-hmm. And they would like, and how would you do? How would you get yeah. your policies done? Would you go the radical route, yeah. or would you try to do coalition building? It's not that difficult. And I was, mm-hmm. I'm gonna add. By the way, the thing that I think undermined all the other candidates, at least for me, was the presence of Nina Turner. Mm. Presence of Nina Turner for me just okay. Fuck that. They are all liars. I, I, I that was my immediate. I mean, why reaction. are you again so harsh towards Nina Turner? And just because somebody yeah. who or somebody who not even elected during a Senate, 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 so a state level, not federal level, a Senate election, uh, she starts already uh, uh, making her uh, vocabulary and her language rhetoric milder to appeal to certain people. Uh, I think you like if like they are that easy, and again Nina Turner kind of like AOC. I never liked AOC the same way. They talk too much about identity in my view. They talk too much about this stuff that yeah. makes them in my. But somebody who already in a campaign, not elected, has started to compromise. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm do supposed think, to trust her. Do you think? And I don't understand. Do you think identity politics is good for votes, though? No. Not at all. Uh, Do you think with none of those voters, like any kind of the voters? That's no. Um, and I mean, and I, they're all running in the same politics? state. I think America, so, yeah. if you go nationalistic identity politics, it always yeah, I was works with every, ethni- with every yeah. ethnicity. But when you go very specific, I think especially, for example, with maybe the black experience in America is very unique. But for example, Latinos groups that are sort of not not in clear boundaries of white and black race type thing they they you know they increasingly are voting republican or you know that so no i don't really i think use the types of identity politics works but not the thing they are doing and i like i just want to point out another thing what the fuck with the Nina interview? Marianne Williamson started with, oh, we know what you've been going through. And we know after that election that you went through hell. It was great. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did she go through exactly? TYT. No, after she lost, she joined TYT. No, I know, but she was talking about the election campaign. She lost. Yeah. It was so unfair. The way they treated you, what? They ran advertisement against her. Have you lived in the goddamn mm. world? Have you ever lived outside of your fucking comfort? Oh, Nina, Nina, oh my God, you're suffered. And Nina was like, yeah, I know, but I decided to get back up and fight. You're doing the easiest job in the world. Well, I don't know. My job is probably easiest talking yeah, shit. That's for but sure. yeah, that's yeah, fair. But that's mm-hmm. like talking shit in hope of <laughs> getting something done, right? So, and then yeah, and yeah, guys, support Nina. She went through it. I mean, you're. Do you not see yourself in the grand scheme of things? Do you not see how privileged you are? Like, what did she go through? Like, couple of attacks on TV against her. Oh, I'm so, yeah, I mean, oh compared, like, it wasn't, it was during that time, like, she hasn't been through, you know, like, a national level smear, like, Joe Rogan or something like that. And even that exactly, I mean, you know, yeah, during the campaign, they fought back against her. And I know, they ran, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. 
And what do you, by the way, do when people go into politics, what do you expect? You expect a debate of ideas and policies? This is goddamn fucking politics. Yeah. You want to debate ideas, go to a university. Fuck off. Like, uh, it's, uh, I yeah. don't get these people. Like, uh, and they treat each other with such kids gloves like you know kitty would you oh nina nina was yeah suffered i mean so i guess that's marianne's style though i guess it just also all came from there because you know we're gonna talk her. huh but it was her it no it was her thing yeah it was because yeah, you know yeah. we're gonna talk about brianna in the next story and you know she's talking with two of her friends there pretty much and she tells both of them kind of i don't agree with this you're what are you even talking about this not what we're here. i'm generalizing i just mean that's not brianna's style I, I agree. Yeah, I think yeah, it all yeah. compounded to make this weird show, which I think I still. I, but I like I said, I appreciate the effort to do something different, and you know they tried this, and they should just maybe try again, but definitely a different format and different angles and different questions and just, different yeah, different questions people, um, and yeah, change it. But you know the like I mentioned, and then let's wrap this up because I mentioned ten times. But yeah that argument that you know where was it where were the third party candidates and this was just all democrats and all changing from inside i don't know if they thought of that before that they made the show i guess they had done because i mean that, that is a big conversation no but I that's a that's big conversation nowadays no okay yeah but i feel like all the people there had at least three of them that I know are always going on about third parties. I felt this was yeah, like a, but, I felt this was an event for Democratic. Democratic, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, it was yeah. advertised as such. So I wasn't, yeah, that was not a surprise criticism. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like the briefing that they promised you tough questions and then nothing. <laughs> yeah, was, I guess I to an example, but even so, just thinking that exactly, yeah, yeah, just I know going on mean. a democratic yeah. thing, even, yeah, even if that's what they agreed from the get-go, which you're right, they promoted it that way, so they must have thought of that. But It wasn't, I wanna, wasn't yeah, I the best idea. That maybe that would have brought about... No, you know what more. I do think would have helped? Brianna at one point mentions one of the candidates had a conversation with her outside of her show, telling mm. her how hard it is to run as a third party candidate and she says that and says i know a lot of pe- people are curious about that and it's good to talk about that and then they just move on <laughs> they don't talk about it. like tell us please <laughs> somebody tell us about this why is yeah. it difficult to run as a third party candidate so yeah that was that would have been nice i just want to point out something by the way you said because you put you said that and that's true i have a bit of i get triggered whenever i see nina turner and this stuff uh, but I, my question would like you ask me why do you like don't like her as a candidate, by the way, as a person, I'm sure yeah, she's a course. lovely human being. Uh, as a candidate, like, why don't you like it? Why do they like her so much? I don't understand that. What has she done? What is her great? Like, you talk about Nina Turner as if she's a spent, as if she's like Jeremy Corbyn, basically. She's been 32 years in the parliament, grinding through. Mm. She's been a low Or Bernie. Se- yeah, yeah, or Bernie, yeah, like 70 years of like, oh, like I was next to Martin Luther King <laughs> and, you know, Gandhi. Yeah. I mean, listen, her politics, her politics, I, I, I would assume it comes from here. Her politics are, um, How are do you we know, know leftist because of, of what, what she says. Yeah. And oh. for some reason, people think that she's going to she, she's the best hope for a progressive candidate, I guess, to get in Senate and become president, I believe. There is just this kind of belief, it seems, behind her by some people. I, don't, I think that's I'm, where it comes from. They yeah, think she's I, the one. I don't know. But yeah, I, mean, you're right. I know Why? she was a state senator yeah. at some point, but for, I really don't yeah. understand. 
what was the what is her great what is this thing that we kept Nina Nina save us oh, I don't I am sorry but I don't see the and again you're honestly, saying the track record isn't there to back up yeah, yeah, such yeah, exactly. enthusiasm I, for her. I mean, I'm not an expert yeah, exactly. on her biography. Maybe we're missing uh, some too, stuff. I, I but... looked at her, some of her stuff. I really don't know what has she done at the state council thing, uh, but uh, state senate. Thing. I don't know. And uh, by the way, I, I mean these candidates. I mean the first guy maybe, but unless you are willing to call the people on the squad corrupt, like AOC. Like not all of them. Ilhan Omar, I feel, is far better candidate. But unless you're willing to say OC is corrupt, at least during your campaign, then you get to the goddamn Congress, then you sell out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. at least during the campaign, take a goddamn radical position. Then yeah. you are even campaigning, like Nina Turner and most of these people. You are still this wishy-washy and trying to go in the middle yeah. ground. And let's see what yeah. happens this time. She's she's decided to run again very quickly right after that. So let's see. I think she's gonna get crushed probably though because I think the the Chantel Brown she's she's a yeah, she should have animal taken man. a minute. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but what what the hell do I? No, know? and, and yeah. she's trying to outflank her from the left mm-hmm. and the right. She's that Chantel which is Brown, so I don't easy. Know if, yeah. Which is so easy because so when easy. you're campaigning, so you can say whatever the the hell yeah, you I mean, want. Lucem, Gavin Newsom supported Medicare for All in California, and now he's saying he's not going to sign. Yeah. I don't understand. Like Medicare Wait. for All is always the biggest conversation during campaigns, but like you know, I, people opposing it, not opposing it, supporting it, but it's actually the furthest thing almost. Like once I mean, they're in the, about things that they talk about. So when you're campaigning, you can say whatever the hell you want. So yeah, she can outflank um, Nina Turner easily from left, right, up, down. <laughs> No, that uh, up down. Yeah. No, that's the thing, and uh, it's just so disappointing that on the radical left or whatever they are called, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm a leftist anymore. Anyway, I'm going through an existential thing right now. Uh, but on the radical left, on, when they are talking to, I think the view on Katie Halper video was ten thousand. They were talking to ten thousand people that are well, already yeah. pretty much aligned with all of your views. And you are still afraid to go radical. You are still afraid to say anything about like, no, we have, you know what I mean? Like, it's Listen, pathetic. you're it's making some, pathetic. you make some good points sometimes. I must, I must give it to you. you have, this is difficult, but I have to admit. <laughs> no, no, I totally agree. And on a rare occasion, Sam could be correct. <laughs> and no, honestly, and I try to be as fair and play devil's advocate as much as possible for this. And I would say that I think they shouldn't give this up, but definitely play around with it. And then maybe we'll get to get more views. Not that it's going to you no, know, add up to anything. Uh, it could become a better thing. This was just, yeah, just like our show. It needed some work. <laughs> yeah. And it still does. Uh, we'll, no, ever, uh, we'll always. Any final thoughts it, still, Sam? We should keep this party I, I, rolling. I just think, yeah, they a slightly better questions, less sort of a goody uh, feely auntie house Christmas time feel for the you know gathering you know less of a talk show. Oh, now look at this fantastic pick for our draft. This is a this is a this is a politician coming from the League Two of LA. He's Man, I know where you got that voice from. I just realized you got it from Space Jam. I think when they introduced oh, the players right. for the basketball game. That's exactly. So I don't watch sports, so that's that's the only place I do. From the original Space Jam, the original second one Space I couldn't. Jam. Yeah. 
Watch the second one. It's not no, as I, I, bad as people say. It's funny. I, I watch fun. 15 minutes, but I'm also not five anymore. So there's also I know, there's I, know. Also I, I, I am. I am inside <laughs> still five. And I, I must say though, even I am five, but LeBron James is probably the worst actor that has ever like Michael Jordan was bad, but LeBron James is yeah, a whole Jordan's different a, level of bad. Yeah. It's just like he can't act to save his life. It's <laughs> like it's so bad. It's so bad. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you summarized it nicely, I think, at the end. So Yeah, and again, as everybody knows, we are a huge fan of at least two and somewhat fan of at least one. <laughs> and I don't know about the radio lady, mm-hmm. but whatever. Well, yeah, so it's coming from a good place. All right, Sam, let's keep this very lively and fun party <laughs> moving Going. forward. And yeah, so Bad Faith, Brianna had a, another video on Whoopi Goldberg and in it she spoke with Batia, as everybody's quite become familiar with her by now, and of course, Thomas Chatterton Williams. So the, okay, of course, the video and discussion were about race and Whoopi Goldberg. But Sam, I think, well, I was just asking you, what was Bree's main point? What would, let's say, what each of them, what were they arguing? How about we start that way? Maybe that's a good way. And of course, we only got to watch again half of it because we're not subscribed. Yeah. Or we're not. And, uh, and but we need cheap. to. Yeah, we need to. We have uh, useful oh, yeah. idiots and we have, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Matt Taibbi. Aaron Matthew? Sorry, Matt Taibbi. Oh, Matt Taibbi. But yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. What, what, what each of them, what were they trying to argue? Start with whoever you want, whoever you know best their arguments. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> why I'm asking you because I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I mean, look, first of all, it did seem like the 30 minutes we saw, Thomas Chatterton was just there to justify the other two's conversation. He was just, yeah, I want to. Yeah, he didn't I'm speak much. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, race is not real. And first of all, I, I mean, there were a couple of things. First of all, I mean, again, as we discussed, first of all, great interview, great discussion, even though I don't agree with, uh, I think I don't agree with some of the things they said, I don't know, but uh, great discussion because it's sort of, you can see people's, like, that's what we want, like, that's why, like, why can't you talk to politicians like that? Mm. Uh, Anyways, but um, yeah, first of all, I like to make the point I feel like Brie is just wasting way too much time and brain effort on trying to analyze what Whoopi was really getting into. Yeah, a couple of times, she's a couple of times here and Batu, Batil, Batu. I mean, her name is Batia. Batia, but... Batia sorry. Yeah. Batia, they are a couple of times they're like, I think that's what Whoopi was referring to, and that part was correct. And uh, again, as you, Proof to me with the video about Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, Joe Biden. Uh, Booby is an idiot. Booby is an old person who's just has some fucking ideas and just blaps it out. This is not somebody who's trying to make a very, yeah, okay, you yeah. know, very clear point about, I, I see that Jewish identity exists as a ethnicity, but we must differentiate between people whose biological uh, features. Uh, fuck off. Like, that's not what Whoopi was. Whoopi was just saying some idiotic thing that just, oh, it's about people treating people badly. Yeah. It's not about yeah. race. She just wanted to say something. Yeah. This idea that trying to read the future in, in tea leaves of Whoopi Goldberg's comments. 
I mean, no, that's a good else. first point because Brianna replayed the clip and stuff, and yeah, there's nothing to and really she's like, try I, to I think understand. Whoopi's trying to get here. Whoopi's not trying to get to anything. Whoopi's an idiot who doesn't know about. I mean, not an idiot. She's yeah. a fantastic actress, but when it comes to history of race, clearly she As, doesn't yeah. know much, right? So she shouldn't comment. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> so that's and then everybody's so nice to Whoopi, as to, even Thomas yeah, Chatterton. Actually, there we go. So Batia actually half the stuff that perhaps she was saying was just saying, yeah, you know, I'm not mad at Whoopi. We get it. Um, it's not so bad. And also African-Americans have had it the worst. It's totally different. In America, Jews in right now have it. Um, Jewish people have it like, you know, the best ever in history. But and then she said actually one thing that Brianna was like, wait, um, what are you saying? Because she was like, you know, African-Americans are like really the only ones who've had it really bad and really uniquely bad. And Brianna was like, what about what about uh, Native Americans? I thought that was a good one that was kind of forgotten. But yeah, but Tia's point was kind of just that. And that, um, of course, um, she was completely wrong uh, in her you know whatever yeah, analysis or point of view but yeah, yeah that's all that you're saying and yet thomas chatterton was just saying again race is not real so, it's a social construct and here i'll be maybe a bit critical of thomas chatterton which is that is of course 100 true right but it doesn't really help with this conversation or the fact that in in real in society it people don't understand no, look, it that look. way so i think that's why he didn't really have much to say because his main point and argument is always like don't move more towards, you know, breaking down race Racial. and this kind of that. Let's move completely away from it, which is a good point. I'm with him, but I just feel like perhaps that was why he didn't have much to contribute to this conversation. No, it was mainly Batia. I feel like that's I, my problem with the interview was Batia and Brianna kept talking about race as if it's a real I mean, but okay, they kept saying it's a social construct, but they kept referring. But people like, understand sorry, it but- that way. Do they not, Sam? Like, if you on the streets, <laughs> if you go on the streets <laughs> and become the, one of those street, reporters, <laughs> yeah, and you go ask around, like, you know, what do you think of? I mean, I race know, plays a big part. Just look at that previous no, no, segment wait, wait. that we just wa- uh, talked Let's, about the panel. Okay, but we are not on the race. streets, though. Brianna's bad faith podcast is not being brought. I mean, unless you're delusional that you think you're doing this sort of a prime time thing that is going to change the nation's view, you're not. You're doing intellectual bullshit work that, not. I mean, look, I mean, I who's mean, talking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pot calling the kettle black. You know, it's it's. Uh, you, if you have fifty thousand subscribers, it's not like you're broadcasting to like thirty three hundred million people. So you have to go with the street talk. So I don't get that. But yeah, since, fair enough. Uh, and and I really didn't like, uh, first of all, I don't think Batia really is a really good person to know about. Like the, her way, the way she characterized, like she kept talking about Jewish people don't see themselves as a race. They see themselves as an ethnicity. And that's why Jew, like, for, again, guys, all ethnicities are just, unless we are talking linguistically, like the semiotic languages, all ethnicities are you know, bullshit and prone, by the way. That's why no, no uh, ethnicity, because ethnicity isn't necessarily bullshit, right? Because it could it be is. cultural, so, okay, language, geographical, that's what all I, of no, these no, kind language, of things. Language, I admit, language is a real thing. The rest of it is just like what are Iranians? Iranians, exactly. yeah, or like some kind of ethnicity of social, which have to do with speaking Persian, and either you or your parents were born, or no, grandparents Iranian, were born in Iran. That's what, Iranian, right? I, 
Iranian, I would say, is more like again, it's like kind of British. It's more of a imperial cult, as in. Sure, sure. Let's not get into to... those discussions. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. my point was no. that ethnicity mo- mo- re- recognizes that it's socially constructed and that it's saying that this, whereas race comes from the other side, as if it okay, it yeah. presents but, itself as if but, it ex- but it's a fact of life. I think ethnicity and ethnic, if you go for an ethnic identity, has very is very much prone to becoming a, a nationalistic and mm-hmm. a sort of a racialistic thing, as we saw is the case with Israel. Mm. Israel is a, a, you know, it's a Jewish, uh, it was made first, it was sort of a atheistic Jews, you know, and increasingly became religious and nationalistic and xenophobic, whatever you want to call it. So I don't know if she was very good at explaining the what it, like she kept like referring to this Jewish as if it's this monolith of like all the Jewish. People I mean, she did say thing. that there are different ethnicities, ethnicities yes, of she Jews. Did she say did say that you know they're black and Jews and all that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but but I wish she it. it I mean, yeah, but with it kind of like uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It felt like there was a lot of wishy-washy talk and just you would have thomas Jackson because i think guys race is not yeah because i think but there was nothing I, to talk about maybe and we're making maybe. a story on it how pathetic is that because we're having fun talking about it but exactly yeah, yeah. there wasn't anything to talk about now that i, I think about it a little bit brianna like, was over analyzing like you said but yeah was just there to be like you know yeah we understand where whoopee comes from and thomas had there, his own conversation that we i, that's I very wanted good to and we heard but yeah, the Thomas one, though, I do think he had a, one good point he made, which was the, the idea of white homogeneity, like this idea that the white people are homogeneous, or to be honest, or black people are homogeneous, or as we discussed about the panel, we had this mm-hmm. idea that people of Muslim background are, you know what I mean? Like, I think he, his point there was like a good one that you, you know what I mean? This yeah. mean you need to get it out of your mind that white people, black people, you need to get it out of your mind that color has anything to do with like your identity mm. or, you know, specifically color. Like color is really mm. stupid. Like ethnicity, at least you can say it's a social construct, but color is just fucking, yeah, yeah it's just. No, stupid. and in his previous talk with Brianna, I mean, in that one where they really got deep into the race thing, where there wasn't like, you know, the Whoopi Goldberg distraction, he made his points much better and much even clearer than here. Because here yeah, there was I, like, here it was about Whoopi Goldberg, but there's just, yeah, it was there's nothing the- to say anymore about Whoopi Goldberg. But Sam, there are two things I'd like to touch on on this. There were two actually like, uh, yeah, two things that commenters picked up on this. One was hilarious, uh, which is when, um, what's his name? Uh, um, no, 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 no. Thomas. All right. Thomas what said that, this? you know, um, African-Americans right now in the U.S. have it the best that any descendants of African of Africa oh, have ever yeah. had. She said that. And then Brianna was like, OK, I don't, I don't even agree with that on the face of it. That was a bit of a, you know, is that true? And then to that, she responded that that is such a what's his name? The guy who we did a show on the BBC. Steve Pinker. Yeah, she was like, you're both doing the Steve Pinker. Pinker thing. That was pretty funny. And the second one was when Batia just threw, uh, you know, just Corbin. casually said, like, you know, Corbin, what did he hurt so many? Like, what did she say exactly? She said the, the Jewish community in the UK yeah. felt afraid, felt in fear of Corbin. Yeah. Uh, wow. 
nobody should uh, fear Corbin because unfortunately, by the way, yeah, yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I mean, let's, I mean, first of all, like you could argue that like Jewish community may have feared him rightly or wrongly, but that's a complete smear. There are many Jewish groups, uh, many Jewish MPs came out in support yeah. of uh, Corbin. This whole anti-Semitic Corbin thing was largely a media creation. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the Jewish people of the yeah. UK or the Jewish people of the Labour Party. Uh, not that there was no, I mean, there was anti-Semitism in the Labour Party, and I assume there is, continues to be. But considering the opposition, Tories mm-hmm. were basically a bunch of like racist anti-Semites, <laughs> like every. Like, yeah. <laughs> Not no, all of them. Yeah. I, I am exactly. And what about Thomas Chatterton's but, comment but, though but, about African Americans yeah, right I, now I having it? I do hate that. Best. I do hate that. I did hate that, and I agree with Bree. That's a Steven Pinker thing, and I think, <laughs> in a way, because uh, I like, guess the I, argument is that, I mean, in that case, everyone always pretty much has the best has in the future, best? Because, pretty much, unless something uh, extraordinary think, happens. Yeah, I think you should always. It's, it's the way I put it in my head, but you should always do like good life is should be always uh, calculated, inflation adjusted, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because relatively speaking, like, you know, relative to the potential life that a black man should have in a fair society, I think uh, relative to that, let's say that's here, majority of uh, yeah. people from that community due to material conditions, can achieve this much. Yeah, historical right? conditions. But yeah, oh, you're right. This is much higher than 100 years ago where yeah. everybody... But he even said it globally this much. right now, which even Did that... Did he say you know, globally? He, yeah, I'm pretty sure. He's, That's an idiotic pretty sure. thing I'm to pretty say. sure. I'm pretty That's sure. That's a very idiotic thing to say. What about, I mean, like, whole of Africa where there yeah, are yeah, nations yeah. where black people are leading... The nation exactly so i'm 99.9 percent sure so i'm gonna i'll play the clip after this so or i'll europe either be right or wrong. Far, uk yeah UK, not europe but in the uk there's far less i think racial racialized xenophobia yeah I I so i think those were kind of two mini scandals that emerged out of the show the jeremy corbyn the... one was so annoying because yeah. i kind of agreed with what she was saying at that part that yeah. you know uh, like because she was explaining to be honest sometimes brie I don't know. Like, it was really weird because I felt like they were explaining to her that, okay, race is not real, Brie, but racism is real, okay? That's, you know, because that's referring to a set of actions that's referring to a biological category that doesn't exist. So, like, I was agreeing with her, but then she threw Jeremy Corbyn in there. Yeah, I know, I know. uh, But it was so quick. I had to go back, like, 10 times and click on this timestamp that people had included to hear it because it was just, like, among which you just like threw that in there but yeah and that's it i mean yeah so i think brianna maybe she was a bit frustrated like you know where the conversation was going like i don't know what she wanted to perhaps get out of it i'm not too sure i don't understand why she overcomplicates this whole racial thing just it's not real okay move on it's over but it has but it's real on the ground not really no it's real to idiots, just like I, a lot of people. No, but you, of, yeah, but I like, mean, based yeah, on how people of, were classified back in the day or whenever, there's still historical ramifications. You just pointed out to African-Americans. So it is real sure, in that sense. Sure, It's okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's like saying, okay, somebody's, it's like religious people. Their faith is real. I mean, 
okay yeah, I mean, okay, yeah I know I don't care. you're right yeah we're going I in circles i guess now like yeah. no that's yeah. it. like we've had like she's had this this like, yeah. it's just, it feels like what you want yeah. people to like what you want us to say like yeah. i don't know it. Uh, it was it, so that's it was that's why i think this i think this episode's theme should be mixed to bad feelings because <laughs> i all i had like this interview was such a mixed feeling of somebody yeah. by the way batia is somebody who like marion williamson has that aura of niceness that really puts me off <laughs> like i don't know why what's wrong with me why do i hate nice people but yeah yeah but I, right. I don't know. any final words on this story uh yeah i i think it would be better if we watched the full interview <laughs> i know i know no we have to subscribe to brie like we yeah, watch I mean, all this stuff and we we love it so it's we unfair. have four so <laughs> well not subscribe what is yeah to our patreon or whatever but Give yeah all right the money yeah all right sam let's move on to our i think it's our third story now the jacobin did an interview the headlines called rescuing the left from its obsession with culture it was with vivek chiber it's the first time i've seen him i haven't and seen him before and i believe he has a new book out vivek chiver and is he also i'm just trying to look here is he a professor it doesn't say if he's a professor or did he him say it say said a, author author uh, only. Okay. i downloaded i just downloaded a, a couple of books by him and oh really yeah I'm, i it's not his new book it's his older yeah. books okay and the, his new book is called the the matrix the what matrix something matrix yeah something like that i just closed the page but yeah so i mean the video as yeah, i said anyway. it was called rescuing the left from its obsession with culture but yeah what were some of the main arguments and points that he was trying to make it was interesting one first of all jen pan the lady who did the interview i feel like she should join the whole sort of a marianne gang i was just thinking of that she yeah. doesn't mingle with the others because i think she has a she just has a specific paid job by Jacobin. So she just does that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She feels a bit more academic maybe. I don't know. But anyways, uh, yeah, she does a great job. Like they, mm-hmm. inter- they bring really good like authors and all yeah, that. So no, for sure. uh, but this guy was an interesting one because I kind of agreed with what he said, but I don't know what, who was he saying it to in a way because he was talking about the fact that a lot of people on the left or center left let's say are extremely condescending to the working class and they don't speak the language of the working class and they say that they're uh, like they are fooled by the right wing they're brainwashed by the right wing but when if you're working class somebody is offering you concrete steps like for example uh, reduction in immigration mm-hmm. to reduce the size of the labor market so it's in your benefit or something along those lines that like so it's it's not they're making a mistake they're actually making a rational calculating choice but then she said like that, that's why the um, fair enough i kind i agree with him and he said like the left I'm, i'm guessing he was talking about the media or you know he, because he talks about the yeah woke left and all that so yeah. he talks about that they should stop you know finger wagging and all that and i agree with all so of liberal that. leftist kind of people maybe he was yeah, talking yeah. to people who are i guess obsessed with cultural identity stuff and identity. culture yeah, and and like yeah like how how race and you know that type of thing uh But then when he's talking about, like when he was saying there was this condescension on a lot of people from the left, one of the books he mentions is What's the Matter with Kansas by Thomas Frank, one of the people we mentioned and I'm a big fan of. And I never got a feeling from Thomas Frank's writing. And I've read 
most of his books, I think. I've read Conquest of Cool. I've read What's the Matter with Kansas. I've read the populist one, the most recent book. Mm. And I never got the feeling that he's saying that the, he's, again, he's exactly, in my view, Thomas Frank is exactly targeting the same group of people. He's, yeah. Vivek, he's talking about. So really, I don't understand. Yeah. Was he really referring I, to that book? Because he said it so quickly. But yeah, he said like, blah, blah, maybe, blah. Maybe what's the matter maybe. with Kansas? Yeah. Because I was yeah, also baffled really, like you a bit. Yeah, it sort of threw me off because I, okay, we agree with you, but who are you talking to? Like, yeah. who, who's the exact target? Because he did critique? that of a lot, right? He did seem like, you know, um, a bit of Jordan Peters. I'm not trying to say anything like that, but he, oh, he did. No, he did like have someone that it seemed like he was telling or arguing he wasn't necessarily the host so that's why i think you I you're saying you, yeah. who was he, the guy arguing with because normally people would assume okay i'm the host i'm guessing but yeah it wasn't really with um um with her yeah i guess it was with people who he sees as liberal leftist perhaps and then yeah if he was really referring to thomas frank there that threw me off a bit yeah that uh, that too. was yeah that put the whole thing into a bit of a it was a tailspin, you know. That's why I tell you, don't make unnecessary comments if you don't have to, because it can undermine everything else um, in that you say. But I'm, you know, I haven't written a book yet. <laughs> when I do write a book, yes, I will be. When you do present a written work, yeah. you have to be far more, yeah. Like, uh, no, but, I meant... Uh, but that's that yeah. happens all the time, right? You're listening to someone you're liking, you're liking it, and then they suddenly give their opinion on something. You're like, yeah, why? Yeah. That was... <laughs> <laughs> man recently I, I you know my love for the chapo trap house guys uh -huh. and all that i just recently found this video of them talking about my least favorite movie of all time like the Which movie is? i hate avatar i oh. despise that movie so much and i watched it in a 3d cinema I, were I, we together was, because i also watched it in 3d cinema do you think we're possibly together no, anyway no, no, no. no i was in uk i i remember the cinema i watched it in because it was oh. so disappointing I, I, True, I went I with my mom and sister, I remember. Because it was one yeah. of those movies that, you know, it's like a... You can watch a... Fa yeah, no, fan. and it's also, like, fan. it's like a monumental movie that, you know, you have it's to event. watch. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an event. I, I mean, I, from the first, I mean, I've always hated James Cameron. I think he's the most overrated, probably one of the worst directors. I Terminator 2 is good, but, uh, and one. Uh, I but, just told uh, you not to share your opinion on unnecessary ah. things. <laughs> now we lost all fans. <laughs> Avatar, and, I, and, and, I, and I just shared my opinion that the most, the highest earning director in the world is shit. Like the most popular anyway, director. Continue. <laughs> now that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. The Chapel Trap House guys, they defended yeah. Avatar. And yeah, you're right. I should stop that. <laughs> no, I mean, the movie has like the world's. What you once said it, I think like years ago, you were like, it's Pocahontas. Um, it right? is. It's like it's the story Poca of Pocahontas. But even yeah. worse than it's like. Because, yeah, case, I mean, it's. A, in this yeah. case, the guy literally can become an Indian American. He can transform <laughs> his biology <laughs> into, yeah. into a. It was. And not just Pocahontas dancing with wolves, like all the fucking bullshit the stories of a white man or some some authority goes somewhere Saving and they, natives almost get, from... they get lost and then natives rescue them yeah. and now they form a bond with the natives. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I James, he, he's so much. I guess he just leverages technology in like his popularity and stuff because, you know, there's like he built 
like what there's like one person submarine to go under the ground yeah, and this one he rolled it out with 3d and stuff so i guess a lot no, of he's this... i mean that's a, that's what comes across in his movies clearly and he's openly said that he's more interested in like engineering and cameras mm. and like creating 3d cam- like i mean they spent i believe 12 years making the first avatar yeah, movie true, or right? something like that yeah. and i genuinely don't believe there was more than half an hour spent on this storytelling like no it, it was, was the like most genuinely, basic story it was I mean, the, yeah corporation bad military bad scientists eh? uh, poor guy soldier good locals noble savages noble savages <laughs> it was Very just well like played. that it was like nothing original but not even yeah but yeah i should have stopped sharing my views no. about the some of the most popular art in the world <laughs> okay going back to vivek Chibura, I personally don't have much else to say about this mm, mm. um this video, although I sent it to you. <laughs> why did yeah, I you were it? like, yeah. no, what was weird it was the message you said, you do you have any thoughts on this? And I was <laughs> I watched it and I was like, do I? <laughs> I was like, what was he? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sam, let's move to our progressive geopolitics segment. So this I think today we really have just two stories: Ukraine, Russia, which has a few many stories a lot of it revolve around media reporting and then the iran nuclear deal which maybe a bit more substance will be um discussed but yeah, I mean, you, oh yeah i thought you were mute for a second sorry uh, oh no no i was just doing my uh i'm trying to talk less through miming sort of <laughs> i see okay <laughs> Yeah, I, I, but I've yeah. been told by too many people I talk too much. It's just so, it's getting really bad. Ukraine, Russia, at the time of recording here, which is Friday, I believe the latest is that because on Wednesday, you know, there were like some troops are going, Russia is taking back some troops, all this footage of tanks. Then on Thursday, NATO came yes. out quickly and the US came out quickly that no, actually more Russian troops are being sent. And I believe that's kind of the latest just to put... Um, no, 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 there or more has happened today. Even. More has today, yeah, more please. has. Well, it's really weird. Russia basically said training is over. We're going back home. And then uh, Americans were like, nah, we don't know. They're like, <laughs> we don't know. And then Americans said that, no, they're not going back home. We have yeah. reports that they're not going back home. And uh, then, uh, so weird. Uh, they're but, going but, to another party. <laughs> 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 There are reports. There may be another party going on, and we are not invited. <laughs> and, and then today, uh, I, I mean, this is the latest that there are apparently accusations of there have been some exchanges of fire. Oh yes, true. I saw that. Yeah. And everybody's obviously saying you Russians are saying Ukrainians did it. Ukrainians are saying the Russians but did it. Are they not saying that that's just a battle going on in Ukraine between like? separatists who are already there oh, so it's no, not necessarily yeah, the russian military that was involved no 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 no, yeah. no it's not definitely not the russian military no no it's i mean yeah. if if russian military gets involved it's over <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's like it's finished, man, i, I read done. this i saw this story and report where paying like an american and russian plane like flew like right past each other and things like that so like you know accidents can also happen sometimes with these sure <laughs> but these, uh, yeah. yeah i'm uh, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm very, I don't think this is going to become, I mean, at no. most there is going to be accidents. Nobody's going to, yeah. even Russian are not going to be willing to, you know, go to a full scale yeah. war of attrition over Donbass. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just nobody's that interested in. The whole Ukrainian thing is just too much. 
I think it's uh, much, much ado about nothing, really. It's media trying to get attention, as always. Uh, and uh, we get to the media's media, great yeah. coverage of the Ukrainian crisis. But yeah, that, that was the latest update. That the, And Blinken and Lavrov are supposed to meet, meet to reduce tensions. Uh, so that was interesting. Yeah. And yeah, and another element that's just always interesting for me, but we repeated it, we repeated it before, so then we can move on to the media part, which is, yeah, the role that gas, I feel like, is really playing and how the Germans and the French are just like, we're not saying anything bad <laughs> about the Russians, we don't give a shit what you want. And it's just really the UK and US who are like, yeah, so I mean, that just and, seems and to play such was... a big role in the and whole was... thing as big as a role as the NATO story is playing. I mean, to me, it feels like... And it like goes it. beyond gas, by the way, because especially for Germany as an exports, as exports uh, sort of oriented economy... Oh, to, uh, to Russia. They, they sell to Russia, you mean? They, they, yeah. They, yeah, the economic landscape is not just Russia even. The economic landscape is shifting from America to the Asia, basically, mm-hmm. to the East. I mean, majority of the global population, I don't know if you've seen that map, but about, I think, 70% or 60% of the population of glo- globe is basically on... From the India, area, East. East. Yeah, East Asia, like Southeast Asia, basically. Yeah. The islands, the, I mean, uh, below the yellow uh, river of uh, China yeah. and all that. I mean, so, if you, you know, just add China and India and Indonesia, that's already like um, nearly 3 billion. I don't know. Like I mean, India but... stretches a bit to West Asia mm-hmm. and all that, so whatever. But I'm just saying that, yeah, exactly economy is completely shifting towards Asia. So the Germans, it's not just even about gas. Mm-hmm. It's just like they know that American, like it's well, their future markets is not America. Mm-hmm. So. And at the same time, and there's nothing for them to do anyway. Like uh, you guys are, <laughs> you guys are barking. It's not in our interest to, you know, be barking with them. So, I mean, well, what do you want uh, Stephen do? <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> Americans want Germans to yeah. sort of spend more on their military and stuff, and they are not willing to do that. So it's or a weird cancel one. that pipeline, I guess. Say no I to that pipeline. I, I don't understand. The thing with that pipeline, where I, th- I think it's rhetoric mostly, is that if Americans really didn't want that pipeline, they could they cancel it. Could have, they could have stopped it from being built before. And uh, and it's just, at this stage, it feels weird to let it basically be built and then saying, no, you're not going to, you know what I mean? Like it's been built. That's Leverage. the hardest part. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I know. But I think at the same time, because America is also, it's America is not a monolith. There are also people who want America to become, they see Europe, I think partially correctly as sort of a burden because mm-hmm. basically America is paying for their security. I mean, those were they Trump's don't have... arguments, right? Yeah, and he was right. They're paying. No, I mean, that's definitely right. They're paying for their security. And European nations basically don't have any military. They don't have any armies. And then they're like, oh, of course, we, you know, of course you're going to spend your money on a welfare state when yeah. you don't have any, like, you know what I mean? When you don't have to defend yourself. So I think the Americans are, so, like, America is not a, like a lot of people in the, high echelons of power kind of want Europe to become like, okay, get your gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Yeah, everything is in flux. Some right do, but there's also, you know, the US wanting to sell natural gas, um, liquefied natural gas it's as well. All, from I there. just, economics I mean, of that doesn't make sense. Really, they've all. become like, a huge exporter. 
I but know, but natural liquefied the, gas is different. So I mean, you can do you do know, it but by boats and stuff. But, but to the UK, Russians, I guess the Russians have two pipelines. Yeah, it's yeah, just no, I know. So I know. much easier to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I but I mean, you know, you use your might you to cook. to impose um, something that's less beneficial, I guess. I mean, you're right. I mean, there was this case that the Hill covered, I think, recently that there was a there were doctors that tried to go to a different institute to work, but the company sued them and mm-hmm. said that the business, the like, uh, the government should stop them going, from going to a company. So they, uh, for a few hours or, or a day, the judge put an injunction on them, mm-hmm. so they weren't able. Like, so yeah, I guess maybe they just go full on anti-free market and just all, all the yeah. veneer and facade comes off maybe, but it's just at the economically speaking, it does not have any, like, it doesn't make sense at all. Like, I don't know, I don't I mean, know from how the Americans point and just weak. No, no economic. You know, I mean, like bit. if you're like, it's just, there's no way they're going to be able to provide liquid, natural liquefied gas to. Uh, yeah, Europe definitely provide enough. Rate. Yeah. But I guess they're thinking, you know, force them to buy 10, 20% more from us. I don't know. I'm just, it reminds me of sort of Saudi Arabia and Iraq because uh, Saudi Arabia always says why Iraq is buying uh, electricity and energy from Iran and then they don't offer you know they, they <laughs> offer the most expensive like uh, the Iraq every Iraqi mini- energy minister is like they offer the cheapest price I swear <laughs> to God I don't have money what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how would that work but yeah uh, let's get to the fun part. Let's yeah, get to the media I mean, part. Yeah, the media part. I mean, so there's Brian Stelter part, and there's also um, no, the, the, the filming of the, the protesters. And... Yeah, Ukraine. Let's start yeah. from Ukraine. The, uh, I mean, the old lady, this old nice 